You're listening to TBD, a podcast for brilliant coaches, consultants, helpers, and healers creating their best work and their most meaningful contribution. I'm your host, Megan Hale, business strategist and thought partner to help you distill your wisdom into your most potent offers and the multiple six figures that go with it. I'll be the first to tell you though, as someone who's done it, this path is far from a straight line. There are highs, there are lows, and so many moments of uncertainty in between. But if there are two things I know to be true, it's you always know what you need to know when you need to know it. And the next right step is always on its way. Let's do this. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to the show. So it has been a big week over here at Megan Hale Co. If you are following me on Instagram or you're on my email list, you know that I just announced a new beta offer that is going to be a super small six-month group program for just eight people with a lot of high-touch support as I help you create and launch a one-to-many offer in the world. So if you have been ideating on a group offer, maybe it's a certification, a membership, or a group program, or you currently have a group offer that you want to refine, this might be a really, really good option for you to explore. So definitely check out my post on Instagram with all of the details. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. We are getting started May 9th because over the summer, we're really focusing on getting your launch team in place, getting your offer clarified, and then moving into a launch either August or September, depending on your schedule. Okay. And just as a heads up, if you have been keeping flow on your vision board, this is my 12 month holistic mastermind where we're really focused on building out your signature offer that holds your body of work that is in no way disappearing. Okay. This beta is simply testing a different structure and pace for people who may want a shorter commitment and really need to create their minimum lovable offer first. Okay. So if that speaks to you, definitely get in touch because we are enrolling now. Seats have already started to be claimed. Okay. And I would absolutely love the possibility of working together. And there's a really sweet bonus right now where I am including an extra month for free. So definitely go check that out on Instagram. And speaking of Instagram, I've actually been showing up a lot over there lately. In fact, probably more than I ever have because I have always been a Facebook girl and I'm not promising I'm going to be over there consistently because me and consistent social media very rarely mix. But right now I have been having a lot of fun and it's actually one of my most recent posts that sparked the idea for this episode where I shared a soul truth that goes anytime I've ever come out of a challenging season in business. My emergence can always be traced to a single moment I started trusting myself again. And what I want to break down in this episode is how we actually get knocked out of our self-trust because it is a way easier than you might think. You know, it'll be coming up on two years since I had my first multiple six-figure launch. It was July, 2021 when I first launched Blow into the World, and it has taken me almost 18 months to truly integrate this, regulate my nervous system to this new normal. Okay. 18 months. <laughs> and I do not think we talk nearly enough about this other side of the success coin. Okay. And so just to paint a picture for you. Prior to flow, I was earning multiple six figures in my business, selling multiple offers. Okay. Once flow came onto the scene, I replaced my revenue and then some with just one offer in just one launch, which was a huge shift to my business. And looking back at that time, that whole experience completely dysregulated me. Okay. But it was not the money that dysregulated me. It was the pressure that I started putting on myself for this new offer to be the best it could ever be in cohort one. Okay. Which was a completely unfair thing for me to do to myself. <laughs> and I want to talk about this in particular. 
because I think so much of what we see online when it comes to success is the highlight reel and how amazing it is, right? But we often don't see the other side of that coin. And I think that's for a few reasons. The first is that when success dysregulates you, it can take some time to figure out what's going on, what is being triggered and what dynamics are at play. And it is hard to talk about something when you're still sussing it out for yourself, right? And the sussing can definitely take some time. The second is the online space has this toxic culture of glamorizing success and letting everyone know how great it is, okay? Because this is what makes people want it. And if people told others how uncomfortable it really was, it would create a perceived threat that maybe the dream that they're selling, right, wouldn't actually sell because it wasn't delivering perfect. Okay. It wasn't delivering the perfect human experience. Everything is great, grand, and wonderful once you get to this level. Okay. And so there's this underlying message out there that says, if you can just become successful enough, you'll wash away all the hard things in life. When my friends, the truth is you can never success your way out of being human. Okay. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> you can never success your way out of being human. No matter how much money you make or clients you serve or impact you achieve, you will still be there in all your humanness, experiencing self-doubt, experience seasons of misalignment, experiencing loss and grief, and all of the other human things. And this is one of the key reasons that we have a core value in my company that says human first, LEO second. And we use LEO in lieu of CEO because the L stands for lead, lead executive officer, which I think much more accurately describes this role of what is really required of growing and scaling a business. And not only that, I think it lays such an intentional foundation for the culture I want to cultivate, because even though I might have final say in everything that happens in this business, I also want a collaborative environment right? And acknowledge that I don't know all the things and that's part of my own leadership. So we say human first, because no matter what is going on in your business, if there is a shift to your capacity or you're processing something big or whatever that looks like for you, tending to your humanity first and letting your LEO role be second is how we lead and love ourselves more generously. And oh my goodness, my friends, I have had to tend to my humanity a lot these past 18 months. And it was that recent Instagram post around trusting myself again, that really sparked all the ways that I had gotten knocked out of my self-trust after bringing flow into the world. And that launch, as amazing as it was, dysregulated the fuck out of me. And I want to speak to what dysregulation means for just a second. So we're all on the same page. Okay. Dysregulation to me means our nervous system does not feel safe experiencing our current world. And this can be our real world because real things are going on, or it could be our perceived world, the way that we are viewing what's happening. Okay. Because as I look back on flow, like the grand majority of the pressure I was experiencing was self-induced, but my perception was that there were all these people who were counting on me to deliver the absolute best experience. Okay. But that's not the whole truth because the best experience and the perfect experience are two wildly different things. All right. And when I got dysregulated, which was a huge fear of mine, by the way, like, have you ever been scared that you might not be able to handle big success? <laughs> I know I have. And now I have the lived experience of kind of crumbling beneath it, but not in the way I thought I would, which we'll dive into in just a second. But my dysregulation told me that I needed to provide the perfect experience. Okay. Not just the best experience. I can do best experiences all day long. All of us can. Okay. Perfect experiences. None of us can. Right. And that set off a whole string of old dynamics as I sought safety to regulate my nervous system. 
And the thing about seeking safety is that we often tend to go back to old patterns that weren't necessarily healthy. They're just familiar because it's where you learned how to function, right? It's where you learned how to survive. And so for me, a lot of my old patterns were hustling to belong, hustling to people, please hustling to control people's perceptions of me and all kinds of fun things as humans do. Right. And before I knew it, found myself in the same old, not enoughness trap that I'd worked so hard to get free from over eight years ago. Okay. Like you do know, I have a whole podcast, the enoughness revolution detailing out that journey. And so the thing I've realized lately though, is the minute I got dysregulated, I stopped trusting myself. And it didn't happen in one fell swoop, right? It was like, it started to chip away a little at a time. And it would happen when people canceled their enrollment and flow the first couple of months, because the program wasn't what they needed. They needed a different type of support, or they needed to focus on something else, whatever that looked like for them. And I had a very, very generous cancellation policy because this was a brand new offer, right? It happened when I was going deeper into my existing curriculum to teach concepts at a deeper level and hoping they delivered, hoping that they landed, hoping that I was teaching this in the clearest way possible. It happened when I realized the design of the program was overwhelming for a lot of people and I needed to make some changes and how to navigate all of that. And it happened as I was learning at hyperspeed, all the things I needed to step into to lead a program at this level. And the worst part y'all is the more I sought regulation, I continued to seek it outside of myself, just like I'd done for years and years and years before I grounded myself in my enoughness. And even sadder is I could see what I was doing. I knew I was not trusting myself. I was second guessing myself, experiencing so much indecision about what the next right step was and being so afraid I was going to get it wrong. I forgot I was capable of big things. I experienced a massive freeze response, navigating old traumas that were being activated. I started dimming my light and there is nothing as exhausting as letting any of those thoughts take up major real estate in your mind. So the past 18 months has been a journey of watching my self-trust kind of get chipped away and then finding my way back to it again. And the way I've done it has been with heaping doses of self-forgiveness for not knowing things I couldn't have possibly known without living through the experiences to gain the wisdom first, right? <laughs> Heaping doses of self-compassion that my mind went down some old spirals and not being able to stop it, even though I knew better, like I could see it happening, but I just could not pull myself out. And also finding my way back to what I call your BDE, your big deal energy. Just reminds you of your greatness, your brilliance, and your magic. You know, I've been working with an amazing one-on-one -on -one client lately, Gideon Bhatti, who's the founder of Brownswell. And we've been collaborating to really give language to her body of work that's very based in relational leadership, where she works with leaders and organizations to learn the skills of attunement and cultivating connection. And we were just mapping out her new introductory offer the other day that's all about how we more deeply attune to ourselves and one another, how we build capacity for experiencing challenging emotions, and also how we bring clean energy to the room, right? And to our relationships and to our dynamics and to our connections. And as we were talking, I was asking her what the result of this work is for her clients. And she said that they feel more integrated in their bodies 
and have more access to their life force to create the soul-led impact they're here to make, which just gave me goosebumps, by the way, just thinking about the impact that she is here to have in the world. But it also really started to connect a lot of dots for me with how I've been out of right relationship with myself these past 18 months and the impact that that has had on my own life force, my sense of integration, right? It has been really challenging and has taken a long time to integrate a lot of these lessons, especially working my way through all of the layers and connecting the dots for myself of like, how did I get disconnected from my life force to begin with? Couple that with the freeze response that I've also experienced. And like those two things have really, really felt like they have driven a wedge between me and my power, which is always a very disempowering feeling, right? And so as we are mapping out her curriculum, one of the key processes that she guides her people through is to learn how to be with versus fix. To not be the savior that needs to help others not experience pain, to not be the person that has it all figured out or has all the answers that can really alleviate this sense of uncertainty that we are all going to experience in our journeys, right? But to really sit with other people in it. Which also reminded me of a passage in Love Warrior by Glennon Doyle, where she talks about our goal is not to rescue our people from pain, but instead walk straight into the fire with them, knowing that we can handle it together. And as I look back two years ago on my own dysregulation, I can notice the way I wanted to prevent my clients from experiencing pain and the hard shit we all navigate in business as we clarify our body of work, but it's not coming together as quickly as we want it to, or we're clarifying our dream clients and really being asked to niche down and all of the mindset stuff that comes up with that, right? Because you can help those other people too. Or what makes them the perfect fit for you when it comes to their readiness, when you're really having to clarify their prerequisites to step into your body of work. And then when we navigate the losses and disappointments, when a program doesn't sell or doesn't convert at the level we wanted or needed it to, I can notice the way that I wanted to prevent my clients from experiencing pain. And here's where it got really muddy because my dysregulation had me unconsciously consenting to being in this role right? When one, that's not in my power to control. And two, that was never a role that was mine to play, nor a role that any of my clients were putting me in. Okay. It was me, my old patterns that were getting triggered when I found myself in an all new level of success. And there was a very loud part of me that was saying, don't fuck this up. Do not fuck this up. So much is riding on this. And all of that pressure completely dysregulated me to going back to some old, tired, worked through shit. (laughs) And I truly forgot that I was all I ever needed and that who I am is truly enough. It's not in my power to prevent my clients from experiencing pain or disappointment or any of those things that we're going to experience along our business journey. But instead, it was my job to be able to sit with them in it. And that is clean energy, right? And so it has taken a long ass 18 months to come back home to that again, figure out where I got so twisted up with all of this, figure out why so much of this has felt so hard and heavy when I knew that there were some other dynamics that were coming into play with this, right? Most of which I was creating myself. (laughs) So it's been a very interesting mind trip to unpack all of these layers. And also when you go through periods of dysregulation, there is no like rule around how long you're going to be in it, um, what it's going to take to get out of it and how much distance you need from it to really see it for what it is. 
is, right? And so it's taken me a second to get there, which was another thing that I was beating myself up for. And it's almost kind of like when you're grieving and you just want to be through the grief process, but grief has a mind of its own, right? And so does dysregulation. <laughs> like it's not just turning on a light switch. It's not just repeating some affirmations. It's really getting underneath, like what is being activated here? What are you so afraid of? Like what is happening right here, right now? And what stories are you telling yourself about this experience? And then what is getting hooked from old dynamics that you're bringing into your current season? Okay. This stuff is very layered, obviously. So what I can share being on the flip side of all of this is I look back and realize that one of my biggest fears really did come true. I crumbled under this big leap of taking my business to a radically different level. But in truth, I really crumbled under the pressure that was also self-induced, not consciously, and that's the other thing I've had to offer a lot of compassion towards myself around, but I will say this. I am all the wiser for navigating this path, especially how to be mindful of the stories that take me out of trusting myself and the mindset work. I always need to be doing because that definitely went to the wayside when my dysregulation was telling me I simply just needed to tread water. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if there's a way to prevent dysregulation. I know that it's going to happen, but I do know that there are ways that we can mitigate it. And there are also supports that we can put in place like therapists, coaches, colleagues, and friends. But I really wanted to share a little bit more behind the scenes of the other side of this coin that maybe a lot of us don't really see. And I think the reason that it's really important to talk about this is that I have had many conversations these past 18 months of people who have become dysregulated in business for a multitude of reasons. And they feel all of this pressure to keep up the facade that everything's great. Everything's awesome. Oh my God, why wouldn't you want this, right? Because of that toxic culture that just seeps through everything in this online world. But one thing that I want people to know always and forever is that your human experience, you were never alone in that. And I have felt alone so many times these past 18 months, just feeling like maybe I was the only one that was really challenged and holding this new level of success. Like, isn't it supposed to be all great, grand, and wonderful? Shouldn't I be able to enjoy it? And meanwhile, I'm just over here feeling super dysregulated of trying to figure out like what is going on, right? It was a very confusing time and also like an emotionally challenging one. There was so much vulnerability throughout that whole process. And so if you happen to be in a dysregulated place and you feel this pressure to put on that facade, please lean into your connections and have these conversations because I promise your humanity needs to be witnessed and it needs to be held. I am so, so incredibly grateful for my friends that held space for me these past 18 months and all of the times that I had to process things over and over and over again while I was like working it out, right? We need our people and we do not create success alone, but we definitely don't hold it alone. Okay. This is definitely a team sport. So I will leave us here for this episode, my friends, but one of the things I'm really, really grateful for is as long as it's taken me to get back to this place of trusting myself again, I am so incredibly grateful for the perspective of realizing what was getting in the way of it to begin with, and also explicitly recommitting to my BDE, my big deal energy, because it is always such a salve for your soul, my friends, to come back to your enoughness, to come back to your value, to come back to the magic that you bring. So until next time, here's to the courage to keep showing up, even when clarity is still forming, knowing, trusting, believing the next right step is always on its way. See you soon.